home could be where you were, where you are, or where you'll be. It could be all of these or none at all. Home, what is it? Where is it? And can we really define it or find it? Scholars Unbound is a bi-monthly podcast or video series that showcases the voices of scholars who know no boundaries when it comes to the pursuit of knowledge. You will hear insights from their experiences as international scholars and how these influence their research, hoping to inspire future scholars to be fearless, global, and unbound. I'm your host, Dalia Simangan. For this episode, I want to talk briefly about the concept of home inspired by my conversation with Dr. Michael McCormick in the previous episode. If you haven't done so, I encourage you to listen to it. We dabbled into the challenges overseas scholars face when making sense of home and belongingness. And it seems to me that these challenges are a constant in the lives of many of us. For this reason, I was inspired to share my reflections about my own sense of home. But before that, I just want to talk a little bit about the idea behind the Scholars Unbound podcast video series and my plans for this project. So Scholars Unbound was first conceived because of my general interest in academic-related podcasts. I'm a huge fan of these shows, and they have accompanied my otherwise mindless wandering. Often when I'm getting ready for the day, cycling or walking to work, or even before I call it a day. For more than three years of listening to these shows, and even of trying to find new shows from time to time, I realized that I haven't subscribed to any show hosted by a scholar from the Global South. Either I'm missing something here, or this is a reflection of the general lack of diversity in academia. I believe someone out there, like me, is also looking for a show to listen to the voices of Global South scholars, not through the amplifiers of others although I very much recognize and appreciate their good intentions, but through our own agency and means, using our own voices. Cliché as it may sound in aspiration, but this project is really for the Global South and by the Global South. My search for shows in the English language definitely limited the range of available shows to me, which brings me to my second reason why I started this project. English is obviously not my first language, but English is the main language of academic publication, whether we like it or not, and publications are the currency of academic careers. Despite the fact that many of the prolific scholars from the Global South have a native language other than English, and despite unfair obstacles that come with it, they still excel in their fields. Blame me for romanticizing hard work, but most Global South scholars are really working hard despite the disadvantages they face in academia. And yet, from time to time, we hear stories of scholars whose research was dismissed simply because it doesn't involve a scholar from the Anglosphere, as if this alone is the basis of research excellence. I'm all for standards of excellence, and despite the unfairness of it, I see the importance of being able to communicate our research effectively, in English or otherwise. I know many scholars who are doing excellent research in their respective fields, but because they haven't published in English, their performance is often measured unfavorably. This means that we have to double our efforts compared to someone with similar research capabilities, but whose native language is English. The system in academia, unfortunately, favors the English language. That's why this podcast is also in English. It favors the Anglosphere, the Global North, the Western perspectives, and I long for diversity and plurality in this system, 
in particular a plurality of ideas. I had this paralyzing self-doubt because of this for a long, long time, and I still do once in a while, knowing that my grammar will never be perfect, nor my accent will never be unrecognizably Filipino. Eventually, through my small but constant support system, I learned to embrace this part of my identity, and I continue to work on it. And I hope to reach out to those who experience or are experiencing the same uncertainties, for it to be known that in this uneven playing field, difficult as it may be, we can still try to call the shots. So this is really my way of calling the shots. If you want to do this with me, I encourage you to support this project by subscribing to our podcast, leaving a review, or joining our network. All relevant links are posted in the show notes. By doing this, you will stay updated not only of upcoming episodes, but also the plans for this project. And one of those is an online support network. I believe many of you already belong to these groups or online communities related to research and academic writing or the academia in general. I hope you will also consider joining the Scholars Unbound Facebook group, which I will also link in the show notes. It will be a friendly, supportive, and positive, but not toxic, community of us from the Global South, and scholars of color, and minority ethnic scholars. We are inclusive, so anyone who supports the Global South perspectives in academia, regardless of these superficial labels, are very much welcome to join us. It only shows that we can grow not by division, but by respectful and meaningful conversations. Speaking of community, let's return to this concept of home and belongingness, especially for overseas scholars who may be living away from their families, finding themselves in a new culture, learning a new language, searching for a new home, or like me here in Japan, all of these. As Mike said in the previous episode, he feels neither here nor there, floating and above with nothing to ground him. That's why I'm really glad that Mike was my first guest because this is exactly the kind of experience that I want to amplify in the Scholars Unbound, that we are all, in one way or another, unbound. The popular sayings, home is what you make of it, and home is where the heart is, somehow suggest that home is something and somewhere, and it's often accompanied by the verb searching or finding. There's so many movies and books about finding home which is often a metaphor for a love lost, a time wasted, or a life unfolding. I have lost the original sense of home long ago, even before I left the Philippines, but it has become even more obscure, or, as Mike described it, amorphous after I left. But this has also led me to situate myself in a broader context, appreciating the global or planetary scale of my personal relationship with home. Home to my native language of Tagalog is tahanan. Its root is from the verb tahan, which means to calm down. Thanks to a blog written by Kyra Mokiso for the Ocean Magazine, which I will also link in the show notes, I recall crying babies and young children back in the Philippines being soothed with tahana, to calm down, to comfort them. I'm sure many of us will agree with what Kyra wrote, and I quote, A home is a place of comfort granting emotional and mental peace that a mere building cannot provide. A home is complete only when filled with people and things that bring peace, end quote. This makes me ask, should a home be filled with what is tangible? 
And what if it's filled with people and things that do not bring peace? Will my home never be complete? These questions reignite my long-standing ambivalence toward the idea of home. If home is to calm down, then I will never be home. I'm outraged by the politics that undermines the rights and well-being of the poor and the marginalized in the Philippines and elsewhere. I'm outraged by poverty, inequities, and injustice existing right here, right now, alongside our mindless consumption, the billionaire few, and the abject disregard to historical injustice. I'm outraged by the breakdown of our collective commitment to end the human-induced harm toward the global environment, or even the obvious lack of integrative approach to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. I'm outraged, and at the same time, I find comfort from people who are equally outraged and are doing something to stop us from further digging our graves. I also find comfort from those who are calmly but profoundly changing the usual way of doing things concerning the many problems we confront as human societies. I feel at home because of this, on this desk, here in this town, somewhere in Japan, a small landmass in this vast Pacific Ocean, of this planet, Maitahanan. Maybe we don't have to make sense of home. We can only make sense of our relational being, in comfort and in outrage, and everything in between, all at once or none at all. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please consider leaving a comment or rating at iTunes or any of your preferred podcast hosting platforms. For details about upcoming episodes and how to support the Scholars Unbound project, visit daliasimangan.com slash scholarsunbound with the link in our show notes.